I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again about swapping Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. I'm Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every episode we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you, except today, because it's time for another tenuous swap episode. So on our main show, each of us will always recommend a piece of media that is tenuously linked with the film we review on that episode. So now we have forced one of our co-hosts to watch one of our recommendations. So today we'll be looking at the cult classic musical, The Apple, the incest-fueled horror remake, Cat People, (laughs) and the indie comedy, Shiver Baby. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Face Off. So, if you listen to our last Tenuous Swap episode, where we announce what we're going to do on the next one, you're probably expecting us to review It's Pat the Movie and a whole bunch oh, of other yeah. movies, like I Smile Back, and that was our But sometimes lost we episode. just like to delete episodes and just throw them out the window. Isn't that yeah. right, guys? Well, one of us does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was our lost episode, and we're not going to record it again. So, sorry, guys, if you really want to know what we thought of it, it's Pat the Movie and I Smile Back and uh, one other film I can't remember. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. We could give him, like, one sentence, right? Okay. Lucy, what did you think of It's Pat the Movie? <laughs> Problematic AF. Oh, no. What did Brendan think of I Smile Back? Uh, Okay. <laughs> Now, what did what did I even have for that? <laughs> Infinite Man. Oh yeah, well, I Infinite Man. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I would recommend it. So. Right. Okay. There you go. Out yeah. of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So to this week's batch of movies. There ain't no good. There ain't no bad. There ain't no happiness. There ain't no tears. There ain't no love. There ain't no hate. First up the rank is Brendan. He was given the 1980 cult musical The Apple by me, who recommended it on our Brother Bear episode. The Apple is set in the far future of 1994, where a music label run by Satan himself uses a music competition to rule the masses. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
Why did I recommend this to Brendan? Uh, because this film is batshit, and I think he might have appreciated that. I'm hoping he did. Uh, it, it's one of the craziest movies I've ever seen, and it's stupid and weird and individual. And I know that he doesn't like watching generic cookie cutter movies that he's seen a million times. So uh, I hope this fit the bill. Brendan, would have you ever watched this film if I didn't recommend it to you? The, in the intro, you were saying forces our, <laughs> our, our co-host to watch something, yeah. and this definitely would not have been watched. Like I'm, I'm thinking otherwise. that about the movie I made Paul watch. Oh, God, this is... <laughs> like, I'm not a musical person. Like, like, I like music, but p- particularly this is definitely uh, a stage show turned musical, or at least... Uh, I think you were saying on the Brother Bear episode that this was going to be a musical, but it was just so... Do you mean like a, like, a stage production, do you mean? Yeah, they, they wanted yeah. to bring this to Broadway, but it was so, like, intricate and huge and nobody would fund it, so they decided to make it into a movie instead. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the, the lore of this world is, like, you could do, like, you know, a, a J.R. Tolkien bloody tomb on all the stuff that's going on in the background that we don't get to at all in this story, really. <laughs> so, yeah, I can understand why they didn't go with the, the musical Broadway production. Yeah. So now that you've watched it, did you enjoy The Apple? Like you said, I like stuff that's I haven't seen before. It was ambitious. Like, there, this was a crazy movie. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, watching it, I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this, this universe? Like, we're in Berlin and it's like the... It seems like it's the capital of the world. Yeah. And for some reason, the government and a record label seem to be like... In cahoots? Merged into one. Yeah, yeah, not even in cahoots. I couldn't tell where the record label began and the authoritarian, yeah, yeah the authoritarian like regime like began as yeah. well. It was really like frustrating me, but also I was like also... Uh, like I, I had the moments of like joy of like, this is... So dumb. <laughs> I wish I watched it with you, yes. Paul, because I think that would have made this a much more enjoyable experience. I actually, like, I hope that one day when, like, COVID's a bit less of a thing, I'm going to have an Apple party and I'm going to force a whole bunch of people to watch this <laughs> film. And, you know, if there's any film that invites a bit of drug use while watching, like, I'm definitely going to encourage people to BYO if they want to because, um, <laughs> like, there's entire songs dedicated to drugs in this to doing yeah, drugs there's yeah. a song called Speed <laughs> where she's like Speed everybody wants speed <laughs> it's America and we're doing drugs yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah this movie is fucking bad shit I was re-watching it and then I was like is, have I gone too far? Because there's shit in this film. I, I forgot how incredibly gay this film is. <laughs> and it's like, there's like this sex scene. Which is a whole musical number. Yeah, it's number. a sex scene musical number where all these like shirt, shirtless mustachioed men in gold like speedos <laughs> are like having choreographed like calisthenic sex with all Routine. these girls. That sounds, yeah. like, that sounds like the um, thing from Euphoria. That's just a yeah. tidbit it, from me. It, yeah, it, puts that, it puts that to shame. Which is a drug trip yeah. in itself, right? But uh, this film is like if you took Rocky Horror Picture Show and Xanadu and made them have like sex, drug-fueled sex with each other 
it would be this film. That sounds <laughs> amazing. <laughs> With the addition of Eurovision. Yes. Like, wow, that yeah. truly is a like, favorite yeah. dream that Paul has had, I'm sure. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally Eurovision runs the world. There's it, Like, we start with this giant world battle of the bands kind of thing and and yeah and and it like monitors the pulse the heart rate um the attention spans and the eyes of everyone watching to decide who's going to be the winner of yeah. it um and the uh a protagonist um and his and his love interest um, they get on stage and they start singing a song about love and people are furious. Because <laughs> in the future, like, love is out of fashion. So whatever's not in fashion, people will, like, rise against. So everyone starts, like, furiously booing them. <laughs> it's so cool. But then, they, then they, they, they start to, like, like it and they, they like, break the, the monitoring Richter scale of all these <laughs> attention spans. Uh, it, it sounds then, made up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, everything's soaked in some sort of, like, idea that they're trying to, like, convey. But it's all just, like, been crumpled into, like, the one trash can of this movie. <laughs> and I I don't know what they were trying to say. Like, like I said, there's the song about America and it's a love affair with drugs. And then Satan literally is the gut, is the record label and the contract is the apple that Eve eats. And the, uh, it's, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in this film. That was my, that was the, probably the most frustrating part is how much, song numbers there are and i and it still couldn't make sense of like the ending a guy comes god comes I, i'm i assume it's god yeah it's a, it's a guy <laughs> in like a, a, a an invisible i love car how confused lucy looks right now <laughs> because the the people of the 60s are still alive and they're all still hippies um even though it's 1994 and they're like lead a love revolution against the authoritarian <laughs> government. Sure. And you got to wear stickers, otherwise you get arrested. It, and Miriam Margulies um, is in this movie for some reason. <laughs> and they're having like a heartfelt moment and then he just grabs her tits for no reason. So the, the only thing I, I have to, uh, like Paul, you said when you like recommended this on our yeah. show that the music was really good. And I don't know if I can agree. Uh, there was a few songs I had a good time yeah. with, but it it still very much had that like show tunes kind of vibe to a lot of the music. Are you bagging show tunes? Yes, I'm just saying it's, it's not me. It's definitely like more of a '70s psychedelic disco vibe than a normal show tune style Broadway show. More like more like uh, hair for, than music for some. Yeah, or Rocky Horror. Like I think they were. I think they were trying for Rocky Horror. Mm. But they did do like I don't know the Bim song yeah. and stuff. Feels very stage show. Hey, hey, and hey! The one about show. Bim is the way. It's a good song. <laughs> what could that possibly be about? Like just hearing you sing that is like, what is that? Um, the Apple, like the the title song. You gotta you gotta admit that was fucking catchy. No, that was probably my least favorite. Uh, my favorite. No, the the master song. Uh, that was probably my favorite. But, That's probably your worst. <laughs> I I knew you would like it. Because of the way it sounds, is very Brendan. But it's very... I don't think they could... I don't think they could ever stage that song nowadays. Well, with the car... <laughs> that it's good to be a master. Yeah, and it's... About being a slave yeah, master. Yeah, because it's Satan singing it. 
about being a good slave master and then there's like some like black protagonist like other people singing like the chorus about like yeah he's such a good master I don't think that would go well down well anymore. Well, I mean, like, the song's, like, got a bit of a Calypso kind of uh, Jojo Zepp and the Falcons sort of vibe. Sounds it, made so. up. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, would you think that this is better than Brother Bear, which is the film it was linked from? How? How was it linked? Because <laughs> they're both musicals. Both oh, musicals. That's right. Brother Bear was a musical. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody yeah. I'm on my way <laughs> That's right Who was that? Phil Collins Yeah, like Phil Collins versus uh, Random 70s drug users <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Brother Bear I still had a better time Like I, I enjoyed the film Brother Bear Posted this where like I, Actually I will say like the production the the design of the world and stuff I actually loved like yeah. every every like set every uh, costume the like glass mirror like angular trumpets and yeah. stuff like it was all yeah. really fun to, to it, see it, those it definitely um, it definitely uh, continues the trend of all the films we watch set in the future where everything's translucent like Logan Run and where stuff. everything's yeah. see through like at one point she has a suitcase and it's see through it's like that's the least useful thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely, and it also, yeah, it definitely makes very good use of a pre-Berlin Wall coming down Berlin. Like, it's just a cool, otherworldly-looking city at that point. And you can see why they decided to make it the future. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, I think, Lucy, don't watch it until we can watch it together. But everyone else... Go out and watch the apple is my recommendation. <laughs> if, but like, do it with friends and do it with substances if you can. Says the most like straight edge dude ever. Is that- <laughs> Save me. Only you can stop this killing. You've got to make love with me as brother and sister. I've searched for you for so long from one foster home to another. We can live together as mates, just as our parents did. You do know that they were brother and sister, don't you? Next up is myself. I was given the 1982 horror remake Cat People by Lucy, who recommended it on our Nine Lives, a.k.a. Mr. Fuzzy Pants episode. So that's like way, way, way back. A second episode that we ever did. Um, In the film, an orphan finds out that she is part of an ancient race of people who turn into leopards whenever they are sexually aroused and has to decide if she can prevent killing innocent men by making the ultimate sacrifice, having sex with her brother. Turning red? Rip this off? (laughs) (laughs) This is a body swap. It was, and I was watching that, I was like, we probably should do this as an actual episode. Did I say that at the time? Or had we not I really so. established that that was... Oh, no, because we watched Mr. Fuzzy Pants. Yeah, okay. I Yeah, I kind of forgot that. Yeah, so at the time you were like, we should do this as a normal episode. Ah. Um, and I think we could probably still do it in the future. Um, but let's do like the mini version now. Sure. <laughs> um, teaser. So, so why did you recommend this to me? I don't know. And 
<laughs> I've had a stressful day. Um, it's like been a COVID scare. Everything's fine. I forgot we were even recording this episode. So I had to like marathon watch my movie. And then I was like, fuck, I recommended cat people to Paul. And then I literally wrote down cat people question mark. I wrote David Bowie, um, mm-hmm. sex, incest, question mark. Is this a body swap? So I don't, yeah, I, I don't know why I recommended this movie. <laughs> it, is it even good? Like, I, Written and directed by Paul Schrader. Yeah, so it's an amazing director, like the director of <laughs> fucking Taxi Driver. I think like, as well, because this is the second episode we ever did. This is my recommendation. I was like, oh, I'm going to pick something like out there. And, I, we, you know, tenuous episodes weren't a thing. I was like, no one else going to fact check this. This is fine. So have you actually watched this film? Yes, but not since I saw it, which I would have been maybe 20 years old. And I think, like, it's got cult status because it's got Natasha What's-Her-Name in it and the David Bowie soundtrack. I've actually got the soundtrack on vinyl. Yeah. Um, so I think that's very iconic. But, yeah, it, it is very heavily incest later, yeah. is it? <laughs> yes. What? Yeah, it's, what? It's about... It's about a, a a guy trying to have sex with his sister very aggressively and her trying not to. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, look, would I... And Paul's yeah, would, did you, would, did you would, see the camp factor? It's pretty, like, it's pretty yeah. iconic, right? Am I wrong? Or Would I have watched this without your recommendation? Probably because there's a lot of talent behind this film. Yes. Like the the soundtrack, Giorgio Moroder did the the score, so it's like this really like synth, really cool score. Um, like the theme song by David Bowie, really cool. Great cast, directed by like a legend. Uh, and for the most part, I enjoyed it. Okay. 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 It's not like a masterpiece by any stretch. No. And I've and I didn't have time but I've heard that the film it's actually remade from, the 1942 yes. version is supposed to be actually a lot better. And we could do that for the podcast. Let's yeah. see that one. Yeah, maybe. maybe we should do that one. Um Maybe there'll be less uh, incest in that cuz it was made in like the 40s yeah. or whatever, so it's like <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've heard the 40s version is gayer than this. Like this one's not gay at all. This one's very <laughs> hetero. Um and and it's like and we're talking about male gaze. Like, this is so male gazy. Like, there's a one scene where, like, a girl's about to be, like, killed by one of the cats. And for no reason at all, her bra just pops open and her boobs come out. Oh, that happens to <laughs> me all the time. That's not fair. Yeah. Um, so, like... Yeah, it, it's a cool movie. Like, I, I enjoyed it. It's probably about 20 minutes too long. I could see, like, a really cool, like, 90-minute version of this. And there's a few things that just don't make sense when you think about them. There's a few scenes that, like, happen and then they're never addressed again. You're like, hmm. And the ending feels very, like, misogynist and kind of wrong. So I don't want to ruin it because maybe the same thing happens in the original. So for when, when we watch the original on the show. Sure. And also, I can't. I have fucking seen this film, and I can't even remember. So, <laughs> uh, look, I could like the vibe of it. I can definitely see why you would have enjoyed it back in the day, and yeah. you probably would still enjoy it. It's got like a young John Hurd looking like sexy as fuck. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so there was who's a the lot other of, guy in it as well? Uh, it's got um, Malcolm McDowell in it. Yes. He plays the, the incest brother? brother. Yes. And uh, a young Ed Begley Jr. is in this. Oh, my God. Really? Getting his uh, getting his arm ripped off. 
yeah, it's a fun watch. I, I I think people would enjoy this film, and I can see why it's got a reputation. Um, it's very sexy and moody, mm. and yeah, it, it's it's horny as fuck. It's it's definitely the horniest film you've ever recommended. That's why Lucy. I recommended it to you, <laughs> uh, Brendan. Does any of this sound appealing to you, Paul Shader? I feel like I've watched stuff of his and I've loved it, and then I've watched stuff of his and I've been like, mm, that was a slog. So. I, I am I'm interested in this one, but maybe I should just go straight to the OG. to the nineteen forties one. Yeah. Although I like a horny film just as much as anyone. <laughs> Did I enjoy this film more than Mr. Fuzzy Pants? Yes. <laughs> um so yeah. I, I would recommend people watch this for sure. Cool. There you go. I also feel like this is it's a film that, you know, if you were gonna partake in some substances. Maybe you would do it to this film. Yeah. Do it do it to everything. That's what we're condoning. <laughs> All right. Encanto. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's people that do it to Encanto. I'm sure of it. Oh, Mama can't eat that. Why not? I'm vegetarian. You're killing me. I've told you it so many times. You have not eaten a single thing. All day. That's because we just got here. You look like Gwyneth Paltrow on food stamps. Oh my god. And not in a good way. All right. Uh, finally, we have Lucy. She was given the film Shiver Baby by Brendan, who mm. recommended it on our Locas por el Cambio episode. In the film, a woman is horrified to discover when she is forced to attend a shiver with her family that the man she has been having an affair with is also in attendance. So, Brendan, why did you recommend this to Lucy? Uh, I recommended it to Lucy because I felt like recommending a comedy. And, I well, I guess this... It's a comedy, but it's also like, for me anyway, tense as fuck as yeah. well. Um, <laughs> but uh, it has like some really fun characters, um, like, uh, and a, a lot of uh, women characters, which I feel like she appreciates often seeing more of that, as well as the writer, the director, all that being a, like a fairly uh, female, heavy, heavily led uh, production. So yeah, I thought she might appreciate it on some sort of level. But hopefully, thought she might have a good time um, when she has to spend an hour and a half dealing with this okay, podcast. so <laughs> hilariously, like I said, I had to rush and watch this movie, uh, yeah. which can you believe, like, of all the films, like, this movie is so stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, almost, I think, nearly set in real time. Is that what you call that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it just, yeah, it really did a number on me. I can't say I laughed. It was good. It was, it was good. I enjoyed it. Like, yeah, it's not a laugh out loud. I no. feel like it's like a, a cringe because you're like, oh, like you, like that tension makes you like all sort of like, oh, yes. like, uh, like you're sort of wither through it. And like until it gets sad, um, I found it quite funny. <laughs> Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, no, So, on. Lucy, would have you watched this film if Brendan didn't recommend it to you? Well, I hadn't heard of it before, but I think mm-hmm. if I, like, caught wind of it, um, I I might have, yeah. But, yeah, it wasn't something that I had heard of. So, thanks for the reco. <laughs> yeah. What- Does that mean you had a good time being um, stressed out? I mean, I don't know More? if you, you could call it. A good time, but I'm glad to. <laughs> I'm glad to have seen it. It was a good movie. Yeah, um, it was cool. Like a, you know, a, a sometimes like a small idea is a, a good thing. Um, you mm. know, it was just like about this one event, 
and nearly set in one location. And uh, it was just how all all that played out. Um, And uh, I really appreciated that. Like I could imagine it being a short story or – like a play even. Well, yeah, that that's the, oh. the origins of it. It was like a short a short film mm. that was um, turned into yeah. a feature. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and actually with South Australian funding. So, like, this was a South Australian uh, film festival grant movie. So, H- how? Uh, one of the producers is from Adelaide. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. So, um, yeah, home homegrown talent. There you go. <laughs> or homegrown yeah. money. <laughs> I think this is a film that really like highlights its cast. I think like especially um the main actress, Rachel Stennett, I think this film will put her on the map. Like I thought she was great. Yeah, this. she was good. Well yeah, I feel like everyone if if they weren't as strong as they were, it it just wouldn't be the no. same. Like I really loved the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know the father. Father's a character in himself, which is great. I can't remember that guy's name, but he's always Fred Melamet, and he's been in tons of things from like WandaVision and mm. uh, yeah, heaps of heaps of stuff. It's funny. Um, I'm looking at all yeah. my notes, and everything I've written is is in capital letters. I feel like that tells you <laughs> like where my my temperature was while I was watching it. Whenever I uh, recommend this to someone, I'm often like, it's like a mini. Uh, Uncut Gems, which is another very and stressful And I still haven't film. watched that because I don't want to be stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, like, I enjoyed this film overall. My my biggest criticism of the film would probably be its musical score because it's obviously it's a comedy, but they put like a horror music yeah. musical score on the I top wrote, of it. I wrote horror and, movie music. It was like violins <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, baby crying like in the background. I was like constantly s- uh, sensory overload, especially because I was in yeah. a hurry. I was like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the situation that she's in is is stressful enough that they probably didn't even need that for it to be as stressful as it I was. I thought it was good. I I thought it was. I liked that they did it. I, I see what they were doing. I wouldn't have changed it. But I mean, overall, I think it was enjoyable, and it also has. Um, Heather is it Heather Morris from Glee in it? Yeah, and I always like seeing a Glee. And she was so perfectly cast as well. Yeah, <laughs> the wife Brendan. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I just wrote "Find your fucking phone" so many times in my notes. I can remember. <laughs> I can't remember what episode it was, but Paul taught us about. Or taught me. You probably know all about it. I want to say Chekhov's gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the minute she yeah. put it down, I was like, "Oh fuck me, girl! Like why?" <laughs> You, you're just like, oh, I took a nude photo. Uh, like, I'm gonna put my phone like in the middle of this room. Oh, terrible. And yeah, I don't, I don't want to give things away because I, I do hope people watch this. But um, I just, I, I love when, when the story as it progresses, it's like, oh, they wouldn't do this to them, and they do it, and it, and it continues, and it's like, oh yeah, like, mm. of course that wouldn't mean the end of the world. But you just, yeah, it just builds that tension and when it happens you're like oh no what's the ramifications of this and um yeah i i i feel like i i, I hope you yeah, enjoyed no, I it did, I, yeah, did. I feel like if you didn't um and and everybody looked really sweaty in this movie as well like everyone was like yeah and you know just when it, like all the scenes where everyone was like pouring at it and they were doing that kind of like that yeah. angle that everyone's nose looks really big it's Super like really close, close to you and- you just like feel it it's uh it was full on you should like. Yeah. I know people can't see this, but my hair looks crazy, and I feel like that's 
uh, representative of <laughs> how this movie made me feel. Also, I realized that I named the actress wrong, the one from Glee, but I'm not going to correct myself. So if any listeners out there were upset by that, send us an email. I want to hear from you. So would you put this above Locos por el Cambio, the film? Yeah, that I'm sorry. Was yeah. Out? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was a pretty successful swap. We all, you know, nobody came out hating their movie, which is a change for us. Um, So what are we going to recommend to each other next week? So I've got Brendan, yeah? So I'm recommending Brendan Waking Life. Oh, wow. Waking Life. Oh wow! What what's going on? No, uh, I'm just um... I'm just glad. Uh, well, I've already seen it, so she couldn't have given it to me anyway. But, but when I'm I so when I recommended you, it, you hadn't seen it, or you watched it since then? No, I've seen it. No. I'm sh- oh, did you re-listen to the episode and I hadn't seen it? No, I just remember when I said it, nobody had watched it. I'd seen it. I didn't like it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think Brendan might like it though. Yeah. Like I, I, it's, I, I, it's just it's what just is not, okay. What so is it? it's um the guy's name is. Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater. Uh, it, he, it's animated and... It's a rotoscope animation. Yeah. And it's very, okay, like, cool. freeform. Like, it's a whole bunch of people kind of, like... There's no, like, proper thread, really. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll at least enjoy the animation. No, so. I mean, it's like kind of like vignettes. Um, and okay. I, 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 you'll either like it or you'll hate it. And I'm interested to... To know, I, I think See I think Brendan will like because he likes like introspective things and hmm. thinking about life and whatever. Yeah, not my bag. <laughs> yeah, you're more of like a musical, um, yeah. like Rocky Horror Picture Show on acid. Uh, yeah, yeah. What guy. are you talking? But what are you talking about? The apple was just a <laughs> <Yeah>. deep pull. <laughs> There's some deep dicking. But that's about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I am. I've got Lucy, mm-hmm. and I am giving. You a movie that I hope Brendan will do his homework and watch as well because I really want him to watch as well. But I really think you'll love it, Lucy. It's that Hilary Duff one, isn't it? Selena Gomez. No, no, no. Aww. It stars. It stars <laughs> the girl from um, Stranger Things, like the skinny girl from Stranger Things. I've got her name, but um, the, na- the, the film- Nancy chick. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. yes. Yes, God, yes. Oh, and what's yes, that? Yes. It's a indie comedy from a couple of years back about a girl from a Catholic school that goes to like a Catholic camp and kind of has her sexual awakening at the same time and those two forces going against each other. It's set in the 90s, lots of nostalgia. Yeah, it kind of has, yeah, it has a bit of the um, Pen 15 nostalgia vibes to it where girls are having like sexual mishaps um while going through puberty um i i really love this movie so cool yeah um brendan what do you got in store for me i feel like you just keep going on about like a solid 20 minute show that makes you laugh um so i'm gonna i because i because i re-listened to brother bear Just to to see why on earth you would be recommending the apple to our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> um, and then I heard myself talk about Mission Hill and the fact that you had never seen yeah. it. So I'm uh, recommending Mission Hill. If you need to borrow the DVD, you're yes, welcome. bring it tomorrow um, for our Oscar lunch. All right, yeah. done. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so I hope you enjoy. Awesome, it. Cool. looking forward to it. All right, so that was another tenuous swap episode. Uh, as always. 
don't be a piece of shit on the ground DPW and review us on iTunes or Spotify. And until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. I was Brendan Levi. See you, bye. Bye. The Swellcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.